Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Even if I, you know, don't get everything done during the day, I'm not beating myself up because I know I've done the best I can. So I think when I'm at my best is when I am letting go. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of Light Pink, best-selling author, three-time fitness world champion, and I'm a crazy multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me everywhere from being a broke waitress, barista, retails associate, and personal trainer with massive anxiety and no belief in myself to later becoming a multimillionaire in love with my life. In 2007, my husband and I lost everything. We found ourselves hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt at rock bottom. We had no ideas and I had no education to fall back on. This is when I found personal development and learned everything I could about business. 
not by choice, but because I realized no one was coming to save me. The conversations on this podcast are going to let you know that you're not alone and that we all feel like we don't know what we're doing. We're going to give you the tools to help you face your fears, take action, start your business, and grow those massive dreams that are keeping you up at night. It's time to create a life that you can't hide from and put so much on the line that your higher self is forced to come out. You're going to stop waiting for someone to approve of you and you're going to anoint yourself. Because I'm obsessed about building businesses that give women a platform, I want to feature you. So if you text the word podcast to 310-496-8363, You can get your questions answered on our Q&A segment along with a shout out. And if you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, we're choosing someone every month to get coached and featured on our show. It just might be you. So let's get started. everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited for my guest today, Kalila Wright. She was born in Jamaica, migrated to the United States at the tender age of four, and was raised in Brooklyn, New York. She's the founder and CEO of the expressive brand Mess in a Bottle. If you don't follow that yet, you absolutely have to go follow her page, Mess in a Bottle. It's incredible. She's an accomplished designer and trained architect. She used her master's degree from Morgan State University and Bachelor's of Arts from Penn State University to establish the brand in January 2016 in Baltimore, Maryland. Mess in a Bottle brand was established to evoke change, question Kalila's audience, and allow individuals wearing their message to be vocal without saying anything at all. Each item is designed and printed at her Baltimore in-house studio space. You guys, I absolutely love this conversation and I can't wait for you to listen in. Let's get started. Kalila, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm so excited to chat with you. Thank you so much for having me. So my, one of my girlfriends, well, one of my best friends was literally like, oh my God, do you follow this girl? And I was like, no, I need to know who. And she was like, I'm obsessed. Like I'm obsessed with the shirts. I'm obsessed with everything she has to say. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to follow. So I started following you about six months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love you because you do so many, um, you know, things for women. And also just, I love that your entrepreneurial spirit, spirit, like you love helping people create that thing that they know that they should be doing in the world. So I want to know what is your business and where did it come from? Like what, where did the idea start? How did you get into it? So I became an entrepreneur, um, a little bit over five years ago. I was an architect for a major um, retail company, sports retail company. And, you know, I just really, um, you know, I think that I was sitting at my desk like many other people. And I just thought, I'm like, all right, I love what I'm doing, but I'm like, this can't be it. I'm still like struggling financially. And I really wanted to figure out like how to expand, you know, sort of my knowledge and what what I do and like just my design skills. Um, And I wasn't really appreciated as much in architecture. So, you know, I decided to start my own company um, and, you know, it became this apparel company. And I think that it developed and sort of catapulted 
and became this thing, this phenom in which I could really share my message and um, give a message to people. And that's where I really found, you know, really realized that I was in the place and space that I'm supposed to be in Mm. um, because people really loved what I was creating. Mm. So we talk a lot on here about the transition. Like, what did that look like from going to, you know, your architecture job where you're like, okay, like this is what everybody thought you were doing. It's probably what you thought you were going to be doing for the rest of your life. And then saying, I'm going to go start this thing. Like, did you have a lot of people supporting you or was this kind of like, what did that transition look like? You know, a lot of my friends and family, they were just like, look, whatever you're going to do, we are here to support. We're here to buy it. We're here to cheer you on. I think, but I think that from any, you know, standpoint, everyone's like, are you really going to leave like your six figure job yeah, to totally. go ahead and do, yeah, to do like the the unknown. And I was just like, yeah, you got to bet on yourself. And I mean, I'm so happy that I decided to. Um, so I think that transition was, you know, of course, difficult. I'm just unsure about like a paycheck. Um, I did not have much money saved. Um, I started messing a bottle with less than $500. Um, You know, so this has really been one of those things where I'm really happy that, you know, my gamble actually worked. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Like that transition period where you're like, you know, what, what did you focus on? Was it because it just brought you so much joy or did you kind of have this feeling if you really became more you and started sharing, you know, these ideas and messages that you were having internally? Like, how did you, did you feel like you knew it would work or, or what was the thing that made you feel that way? So I always joke, but my first year of business, um, I feel like I wandered around aimlessly um, (laughs) because I wasn't sure. Like, I really wasn't sure. And I had all of these other interests um, that I was sort of toying with. But, you know, Mess in a Bottle was the business that sort of made money and people were really interested in it. So, you know, I told myself after being out of work for a couple of months, I was just like, focus on this. Like, it's doing well. You know, people really like it. Um, So focus here and give it all your energy and see what happens in the next year. And so, you know, I think the first year I would position myself around like other um, entrepreneurs and I would, you know, sort of pull from some of the things that I learned at my other, like, you know, when I did have a nine to five, you know, um, so I was a teacher at one point as well as working at different architecture firms. So I really started to pull from that to structure a business. And I think it was really important for me to remember like, okay, you need to create a schedule. You need to like really figure out, you know, what is your marketing plan? You know, what are your design, you know, aesthetics and the branding? So it took me kind of a while to kind of, you know, find a momentum. But once I found it and found the rhythm, I was just like, okay, this is it. Mm. So I heard you say a couple of things in there that I feel like are so important and that were just huge breakthroughs for me too. And it's, it was, you know, the focus of understanding, okay, taking what you applied from your other jobs, probably the schedule and needing clarity around certain things. And what does it look like to work backwards with a, a goal and a project and all of the things that you forget that as an entrepreneur, you kind of don't, you don't have a boss like telling you how to set this up or what to do. So what did you, did you like immerse yourself with other entrepreneurs? Like, did you take courses? Did you listen to podcasts? Like, how did you have to switch so that you learned how to, you know, manage yourself and to really create that focus? Um, So I did a couple of things. I definitely, you know, um, started listening to a lot of like podcasts as well as 
positioning myself around a lot of entrepreneurs. I joined some great Facebook groups with entrepreneurs. You know, I met my mentor, uh, Nicole Walters, around this time as well. She's awesome. And so, you know, yes. And so positioning myself around like the success and really seeing what it is like to structure a business and not just a side hustle um, really was something that I think was um, instrumental in my in my process. So, you know, as I started to like sort of put the pieces together, you know, like a puzzle and sort of saying, mm. ha, you know, you have to put this here for this to work with that. And, you know, and so those are some of the things that I did um, to really sort of ensure like, you know, that I was on this like su- successful path. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my God. So important. That's been one of the biggest things for me is just having those mentors and people to be accountable to, like just making sure that you show up, you know, for those people and, and for all the people who are now following you and for your business. So I want to know about, I was reading some of your blogs on your, on your page and you talked a lot about just kind of owning your greatness and like really trying to step in even more into yourself and like really, you know, own who you are and show that to the world, show it to your audience. Do you still work on that daily? What does that look like? What is something that you are trying to own right now? That's trying to come through for you. Um, I would just say, I think organization and structure, Mm. you know, I've been a person that um, (laughs) I usually work within the mess and, um, (laughs) and that's not always like sort of a bad thing. But what I'm realizing now is as I have employees, if I have, you know, things happening around me, like people require structure, people require organization. So I think I've just been really working on finding that balance and not losing my greatness, but like really ensuring that, you know, I'm paying attention and that I'm able to, you know, if you're not organized or if you're not structured in and even planning with a lot of things, you start, you know, things become chaotic. And mm. sometimes it's really hard to, um, you know, to to really go through with things um, and get them accomplished if you're all over the place. So I've been really trying to, you know, work really hard with not doing so much within the mess, but really organizing and structuring some of some of it. I'm feeling you so hard right now. (laughs) I I like, you know, I came from previous businesses where I could kind of, I could work really successfully within the mess, but now I'm, I've started a new company where I'm working with all these teams and I am really observing how it's like holding me to a much higher standard in order for them to function. And I actually am functioning better, but it is harder to kind of go back and, you know, undo all of those habits that did work for you, but don't work for you now. Do you have something, you know, on top of that or something that you want to share that maybe had worked for you previously, but as you step even more into the evolution of your company that you've had to let go of? Yeah. So I use um, sort of the 12 week year model and sort of like trying to really structure and figure out my days and figure out my time. And so I was realizing like in the past, like I would just maybe create to-do lists and I would not really put too much like structure to it. I'll just say like, hey, I want to accomplish this, this and that. And then I would realize like, you know, the day would go by. And Mm. because I didn't put like, you know, too much pressure on like when I wanted to get it done, what time I wanted to get it done, how I wanted to get it done, it would just allow me to kind of be, you know, all over with just you. I put things in place, but there was no true structure to it. So I think as I began to evolve, you know, I'm now writing and putting like specific times to certain things and just, and also reviewing and monitoring, you know, like what I want to accomplish and sort of ensuring that, you know, those things are being done and checking them off. 
So what does that kind of look like? Just because I feel like that's what so many people struggle with. I know you said that you, you know, maybe you have your top priorities. Do you pick like three for the day and then actually schedule them in or how, do, how does that look? I do. Um, you know, I, I sort of, well, one of the things I do and I really enjoy doing it, I create a brain dump. Um, so I do that every week. I create a brain dump and because I'm creative and entrepreneur that puts everything and keeps everything in my brain. So I created brain dump and I sort of, you know, every day sort of dump things in there, but then revisit it at the end of the day. And I kind of, you know, say to myself, like, all right, where are we with these projects? And I, I do, you know, go and start to, um, so for the day, I will then pull out two or three and I'll say, all right, these are the main ones that I mm. want to prioritize and work on for the day. So, you know, those are definitely some of the tips and things that I've done to really become organized and structured and sort of ensure that I am doing things the right way. Oh man, I love that. I literally have my brain dump on the other side of the page of my notes for you. <laughs> Cause I, I love I, that. I work the same way and I go through and I star the ones I need to do that day. So good. I'm on the right path. Okay. Awesome. So you also have a class that teaches people how to start their own essentially apparel company, right? Or is it really yep. specifically t-shirts? Tell me about that. So it's called the T-Class. I mean, we do go over other products, um, but, you know, the benefit is I want that people, you know, especially women, um, I would love that if you are trying to figure out like just, you know, residual income or, you know, just even a side hustle and something, you know, for your family and you're like, hey, I need a couple of bucks. I want to be able to allow to give um, to people you know, this, this thing that they can do even from their house or to outsource it and that you can make money from, you know, starting an apparel business. So, you know, it's been really rewarding um, with the T-Class where I've even had like kids come to us um, that want to start their own t-shirt company and I've helped them to, you know, jumpstart that as well. Mm, that's so awesome. And that was tclass.com? Yep. You Amazing. got it. Thank you. So, so how about when you think about being aligned in your life, what feels aligned for you right now? What feels a little bit out of alignment, if anything, maybe it does. Yeah. So, I mean, I think one of the things that are, you know, look, you got to be either doing something really well, and then something else is going to be a little bit off. And I think mm. that that's the true course. You know, you're not going to have everything being aligned at the same yeah. time. Um, I think as a mom and a single mom, I think one of the things I'm always playing tug of war with is my son and sort of like just, you know, where he is and, um, you know, just sort of ensuring that I can't take my eyes off of him for a second. He's eight years old. And so, you know, the minute I do is the minute that things kind of get awry. So I think for me, I've been doing a really good job at when I'm creating my goals, either for the quarter or for the week or for the, you know, or for the year, you know, I try to now uh, put my son in as well. And, you know, he's also a part, like the same way I'm making financial goals or, you know, or goals for my business. I'm also now making parenting goals, you know, so I say to myself and I'll be realistic, you know, whether it is spending a whole, you know, spending a weekend with him. And, you know, instead of saying every weekend or one day a week, or, you know, I'm like, okay, commit to at least two weekends a month in which, you know, um, or even one week in a month in which you give him your all and you're not like doing work or you're not doing anything. And, you know, and kind of, and that's been sort of my, um, you know, technique in sort of ensuring that, you know, that part of life doesn't fall too short. Mm, so good. What are you doing when you're at your best? 
when I'm at my best, I am eating well, I'm running, I'm going to sleep, you know, at a pretty decent time. I'm not overworking. I'm not feeling stressed out. You know, I am in a good place. And it's even if I, you know, don't get everything done during the day, I'm not beating myself up because I know I've done the best I can. So I think um, when I'm at my best is when I am letting go. Mm. I'm literally, those are like the three things I'm working on right now. Just better, better sleep, letting go, like Mm -hmm. God's got it. Yeah. (laughs) Just like eating really well, because man, when you, and I know that you know this, like when you are operating, you know, on, on another level and, or when you're always trying to go to the next level in your life and business, it's like, you need to, you have to upgrade the operating system, which is you, which I'm like, okay, what else can I do to get more motivation, more inspiration, more energy, which is like one of the most important, you know, things that we can get. So is that kind of what you do? Like just take an assessment when you're like, whoa, I'm kind of like running low here. Something's not right. What do you go through in your head? Is there like a checklist when things are off, when you don't feel great or when your business is kind of at a standstill? What do you do? Yeah, I'm a runner. And so I always like either in the mornings or I try to go for for a run and really assess where I am and how I feel and what is going to make me feel, you know, better and more at peace. Um, And I know that, you know, I think for me, I'm really conscious with the fact that I know, especially entrepreneurship, it's not going to always be, you know, on the high where you're Mm -hmm. having a great day. You know, sometimes you'll be vibrating a bit low. But I try to ask myself, like, why is it because you just didn't get what you want? Is it because you're working really hard today? And, you know, I allow myself to sort of feel Mm -hmm. and then, you know, if I'm vibrating low to be like, all right, it's okay to have a day off. And Mm -hmm. it's it's okay to know, like, all right, I don't feel good today. Like, maybe I should, you know, take a break or, you know, and not work. You know, maybe it's a great opportunity to sort of put the pencil down and do something creative, you know, draw. Um, you know, do some artwork, go for a walk or, you know, in, enjoy the outside without doing something that is work related. So I definitely think that, um, you know, I think for me, um, I just try to tap into those emotions and try to figure out why I'm feeling the way that I might feel. Mm, that is, it is so incredibly powerful. Oh my God. My husband, we, we walk every day. I'm also a runner, but we take a walk every day too. And my husband will say to me, like, if I'm like, Oh, I'm feeling like crap or, Oh, I'm anxious or whatever it is. He's like, great. Enjoy it. <laughs> Can he really right. it? And I'm like, right. It like frustrates me in the moment. And then it brings me back to like, that's, it's just a feeling like it's just visiting you and it's, it's okay. Like, it's so normal. I I don't know about you, but for me, half of the battle is the resistance around the feeling that I'm feeling. And if I can just let it go, I'm like, oh, okay. It's not that bad. And it's probably telling me something and asking me to, you know, reroute or readjust or whatever it is. No, I totally understand. And I think you're right, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think it takes those moments of you tapping into yourself and making sure you know yourself and you mm-hmm. you could really assess, you know, how you feel. Mm-hmm. What is, what's feeling like really fun for you right now? Hmm. Let me think. I mean, I love travel, Um. even though, you know, we're in the, so, you know, I think we're coming yeah. out of the dark a little bit, you know? And so um, I think I recently did something really cool where um, I went to Joshua Tree in California mm-hmm. And I stayed in a bubble in the desert. Um, So (laughs) I think exploring new things um, and definitely like just doing stuff that's outside my norm um, is definitely something that, um, 
you know, I really appreciate and enjoy doing. Okay. So I know staying in a bubble in a desert, something's got to come out of it. So what do you think was like when you came home, what was the thing that kind of either it opened you up to, or that you just experienced, or, you know, how we kind of like have these life like moments where you go and you experience outside of the box, essentially in a bubble, (laughs) this bubble, and you came home, what was kind of the takeaway from that? Um, I think the takeaway was, um, you know, I feel like before the desert, um, it was a real representation of like sort of like the time we were in. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, before the desert um, and like late last year with all the chaos of, you know, where the world was, Mm -hmm. I think that it was, um, I was trying to find peace within the mess. And, you know, so when I did the desert um, coming out of it, I really felt like, you know, you, you sometimes need calm, you need stillness, you need quiet, you know, to so, and you need isolation sometimes to really, you know, get your, your calm. And, um, and so I think for me, um, that is what like the bubble in the desert did. Like I needed to be still. Oh, so good. I definitely, definitely feel that craving that just like getting your, for me, I'm very much like that too. Like where you have to almost seclude to like get your thoughts back together to hear what is you and what is other people like separating, you know, what, what are you actually thinking and feeling? Um, I don't know. Are you more of a, do you kind of pick up on people's emotions? Do you feel like you're a bit of an empath? What would you describe yourself? I was going to, I was going to say that. Is that, that's the empath, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes I think I'm, probably tapping more and more into that side of me um, where I am understanding a little bit more. I think I'm also gravitating towards people who are more of empaths, like, you know, just to explore if that's me and what, you know, how to tap into those things. So, yeah. Mm, That's awesome. How would you describe yourself to somebody if they, you know, just what, what are probably three or four traits that you, you think are your strongest? Um, I am definitely a person who is, um, courageous. You know, I try anything and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I am a person who is curious, um, you know, so I think that I go down a path that maybe a lot of other people won't, um, venture down. Um, I'm pretty energetic. Um, I'm pretty, you know, fun loving and also, um, you know, just a person that I'm a really kind individual and, um, and I, I think that, um, you know, I, I really am the type of person who um, I want to I, I want to see others win, you know, so I'm always mm-hmm. here to sort of be helpful to people. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Tell me just a little bit about your relationship with fear and maybe how it's evolved as you've you know done more and more things. Fear is something that can be very crippling. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, I learned that early on, sort of, you know, um, coming to this country from another country and like, you know, just being fearful of things. Um, But I have really learned in the last couple of years to sort of run towards it and to be fearless um, only because I really feel like, you know, that's where the magic is, is, you know, it's in those places that you're the most afraid to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been rewarding for me. Like, you know, the more, the more that I venture into spaces that I'm afraid of is the more beautiful, like things I have discovered. Mm. Oh yeah. Unfortunately true. And also awesomely true. <laughs> 
Right. Because <laughs> it evolves us. It's great. It's also really challenging. But yeah, isn't that the truth? Like just, man, if we just ran toward our fear every single day, we would pretty much have everything that we wanted. So, oh my gosh. Um, okay. So if you could only print one more t-shirt, what would that message be around? So I think one of my favorite messages um, is as strong as the woman next to me. And Mm. so I think that, you know, that message really resonates with a lot of people. Mm. Um, And I think that um, I would probably reprint that shirt and you know, because it's a true representation of like sort of what I created and why I created um, this business. Oh my gosh. I literally, I I have full body chills because that is, I, that message like hits so home to me because we are also, you know, the people that we are around and it's just, not only do we get to become the people that we're around, um, but they raise our vibration if we're with them too. So it's just, Mm -hmm. yeah, I love, love, love that. Okay. Um, what is something, last question here, what is something that you want to claim for yourself? Like what is something right now you just would like want to put the stake in the ground unapologetically saying what you want to do, what you're going for? I want to go public. Mm. I want a company that will eventually go public. Um, I just think it's important, especially like as a black woman owned business, Mm. um, I would just love to accomplish that. Well, that felt good. (laughs) That felt true. That felt good. That was so beautiful. So um, any last messages for our listeners that you want to share? And also where can we find you? Where can we follow you? All of the things. Yeah, I would just really say, you know, um, just do it, you know, just go ahead and just start. Um, A lot of us have really amazing ideas that we sort of keep keep in our heads and in our hearts because we are so afraid of what's on the other side of the door. Um, But I would really encourage anyone to run towards it because there's amazing things on the other side of the door. Um, And you can follow me on social media at Mess in a Bottle. Um, Also shop our website at www.messinabottle.com. Thank you so much for being on the show. I so appreciate you. And just uh, honestly, like how just bold and how you unapologetically go after what you want. And it's such permission for all of us. And I'm so grateful. So you guys, one of the biggest things that you can do for Kalila is to number one, go follow her. Number two, buy her stuff, actually buy her stuff first, (laughs) then go Mm -hmm. follow her. Um, But also you guys know that we love to share your biggest takeaway on here. So make sure you tag her, upload the story of this podcast, make sure you tag her and let her know what your biggest takeaway was. And Kalila, do you want them to tag mess in a bottle on Instagram? I sure do. Yep. That's what you tag. I'll see it the fastest there. Amazing. So tag mess in a bottle, let her know what your aha moment or your biggest takeaway was. And you guys, it's always just fun for us to be able to see who's listening and who we got to impact today. So you guys, until next time, earn your happy. Bye-bye. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am 
always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it's just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers use this and now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay. 
not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori.